um, business group Sakelika says it will challenge ESCOM to ensure reliable power uh, supply to businesses. This follows reports that the power utility is threatening to shut down power, in particular to several municipalities across the country. And these are municipalities who are struggling to meet their debt obligations. Well, to tell us more about this legal bid, Pete Leroux is the CEO of Every Business, Sakelika. Pete, good morning and thank you so much for your time. Good morning. Thank you for having me. I, I, I hope I'm pronouncing the name correctly. I'm not sure how exactly um, it's supposed to be said. The name of uh, the group, the business group. Yes, our name is uh, Sakalicha, but you did very well. Thank okay, Sakalicha. Okay, great. <laughs> yeah, it great. simply means uh, business league. That's, uh, that's all it means, business oh, league. Okay, great. Thank you so much for coming on to the show. Now, we have been seeing a situation, and it's been building up over years, where ESCOM will cut off power to municipalities that owe them money um, with regard to uh, just the provision of electricity. And you have come together as a business as a, as business business groups. Firstly, tell us about your formation before we get into the um, legal cases that you're now taking on. We're a business organization, a public interest business organization. And we have about 12,000 members across the country, and that means that they donate some money every month so that we can use that to promote a good environment for business in the public interest. And um, so, of course, uh, reliable electricity supply is absolutely essential for local economies, metropolitans. It's, mm-hmm. it's essential for, for everything. And so this is why we identified it as one of the major issues that we, we set ourselves as a task uh, to find structural solutions for, because it's holding the country back, and especially at local level. Uh, it's really, it's really uh, bad for, for local communities, mm. the way electricity is going. Would you say that you're a business group of businesses that have been primarily affected by some of the difficulties faced by municipalities, especially the power cuts? Yeah, a, a large proportion of our members would have. So we, our members, you'd find them across all small uh, and big. You'll find them across sectors. Uh, you find some of our members in small towns and some in metropolitan areas. So uh, no, undoubtedly, many thousands of our members were affected directly. Um, but um, again, our, our members contribute to our cause, not because it affects only them, but it because mm. of the way it affects the, the public interest. And, and this really, it's, it's hard to think of anybody in South Africa not seriously affected by the uncertainty with regard to electricity supply. All right. There are very specific things that you would like to see happen in terms of how ESCOM deals with its revenue collection problems. This, inter- this is in terms of outstanding monies, but also the kind of impact that that should and should not be having on business. We're going to continue our conversation with Pete Leroux. He's the CEO of Afri Business, Sakelika. Before we continue, however, Utsile Saku is standing by with your 9.30 headlines. The Talking Point with Kathy Mosasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. Our thinking point for this morning is the challenge that businesses are bringing against ESCOM. And this is when they cut off their power as a result of cutting off municipalities that are defaulting on some of their payments. Pete LaRue is with the business group Sakeliga. Pete, let's talk about then the call that you're making to ESCOM to not cut off businesses that are up to date with their payments. Yeah, uh, look, uh, the one thing that isn't sustainable is for uh, 
customers, businesses, residents in uh, towns across the country to pay the electricity money over to the uh, municipality. And then the municipality, uh, you know, either that that uh, mm. disappears through corruption or otherwise it's mismanaged, and then the money doesn't get to ESCOM. That's not sustainable. So we said the first thing is we, we need to stop ESCOM from cutting power to paying customers because that only creates a, a negative feedback loop and things get worse and worse. That's not a way to address the problem. So we've solved that now, um, and, and that's, that's that case. Well, ESCOM has now uh, applied to the Constitutional Court to you know, have that on appeal, but we're confident about the case. Um, but for now, lights are on across the country, and we're not seeing this uh, interruptions because of non-payment. But that's not sustainable. So our next phase uh, would be to get the municipality uh, to pay the money over to ESCOM or otherwise for the paying customers money to get directly to ESCOM. And we're looking at some options there. Our legal team are working on it, and we hope to make some further announcements. But we see this as, uh, as we must develop a complete solution. It doesn't help us only to interdict ESCOM from cutting power. We mm. must get people to pay because in many municipalities, people, customers are paying, but the money is disappearing through corruption and mismanagement. Do you think that because you've already, you know, set a precedent in terms of businesses and their right to access power that they have paid for, do you think that this could spill over to households? Because we also have, like you're saying, a lot of households that have paid electricity within these municipalities that do get cut off and yet they have to suffer the brunt. Yes, and fortunately, the the court case, the big one, there was the resilient case in uh, that I think judgment was passed on 28, handed down on 28 December uh, on 2020, so that's only three or four months ago. And that uh, judgment um, includes, uh, or includes the preclusion of ESCOM from cutting power to households and businesses alike. And so this is why, you know, in the first place, I say we're, a, we're, we're funded by business, but we're also a public interest organization, and mm. we made sure to to uh, develop the litigation and our arguments in such a way that it supports also the rights of people paying paying customers because that's also a business transaction even if it's at a household level and we can't you know the, the same principle applies you, you can't cut someone's power just because two organs of state can't figure out how to transfer money between themselves mm. the end user is already paid do you think that this puts you on a collision course in particular with um, local administrators who, of course, will disagree, especially in terms of the legality of, of, of what is being proposed? Well, um, I think uh, the courts founded uh, in, in our favor in, in terms of the legality. I think the illegality, and this everyone would basically agree on, including ESCOM, is that it's illegal for the municipality to not pay the money over to ESCOM. Um, and so we're seeing that's really the problem. The, the money goes to the municipality, mm-hmm. then they don't pay it over to ESCOM. So they, they have only to do one thing, which is pay over the money to ESCOM, but they don't do that. So that's the illegality. And um, and I think uh, you know we, we, we're changing that. And certainly um, this is uh, this is uh, what what we're suggesting, and in what we will be arguing in the constitutional court uh, is in favour of getting the money to ESCOM. We will not argue in favour of of municipalities, you know, having any less power. But when when the municipality is acting illegally, one would one needs to step in. Mm. Are there alternatives to the problem currently? So. Um, are, do, Would you be looking at a situation where more households and businesses are given the power to access electricity directly from the supplier 
and almost cut out the middleman, which are the municipalities, even though that has huge implications for the kind of revenue that these municipalities need to collect? Yeah, I think, um, for one, I think you used the correct word there by referring to supplier. And I think in, in the long run, our uh, electricity uh, situation in South Africa will only be, you know, have a, a reliable electricity and sustainable electricity if even there is some competition at the ESCOM level, even if we open the market to, you know, private producers. Um, I think that's the long term so that end users can pay directly whoever supplies them the power. Now, in South Africa, there's currently a monopoly, uh, virtually a monopoly at the supply level through ESCOM, and there's also a monopoly at the distribution level locally. Um, uh, on the municipality side that distribute ESCOM's uh, power. And those two monopolies are basically the bottlenecks at the moment. Mm. Uh, ESCOM's still more or less supplying, except when there's load shedding. But the municipalities, you know, in, in some towns, uh, it's really, it was, it was at crisis levels. And uh, if you cut the power, what happens is businesses leave and the town, the property values drop to zero, the mm. town's dead. Um, so I think that in in the in the long run, we we need to find alternatives, and um, uh, if that means that people should pay ESCOM or other suppliers directly, then so be it. You know, we we wouldn't have to make this case if uh, if the municipalities did their job. So if you know if municipalities step up again, they do their job. There's no need to continue with the litigation. Um, so it's it's really up to the municipalities to see how uh, you know if the litigation continues. If they step up, do their job, we immediately cease litigation. But because it doesn't happen, we need to find alternatives and we're really trying to be constructive about this and so this is why we think it's also the next step important step is to get the money to ESCOM if we don't do it we really face a threat at the national Mm. fiscal level Mm. and we, we can't afford that Let's leave it there for this morning. Beat LaRue is the CEO of AfriBusiness, Saka Liga. If you're from one of these municipalities that has been cut off uh, because of payments that are due to ESCOM, what is the impact of that on the community overall? Um, you heard Beat LaRue talking about how businesses sometimes leave. What recourse do you as a household that has been diligently paying your fee, your rates and taxes, you know, what what recourse is there for you in order to be able to access a service that you have paid for? And just basically what you make of that suggestion uh, coming from Pete LaRue. I'll be taking your calls on 011-714-2006. The WhatsApp line is 0614-104-107. On Twitter, it's at SFM Radio. The hashtag there is SFM talking point. I guess another example of how the failure of the administration in particular within municipalities is forcing people to find solutions outside of them. Are we going to get to a point where the functioning the functions that are supposed to be done by municipalities have become obsolete. We're seeing in other communities where people are going to court saying, put us in charge of the sewer plant, put us in charge of administering the service because the municipality has completely failed at being able to do that. And this becomes yet another example of those who've become frustrated and are simply not willing to take it anymore. All right, let me take a couple of your WhatsApp voice notes that are coming in. I'll also be taking your calls on 11 714